0: Sharing appreciation is fun. Giving recognition is fun. Telling jokes is, of course, fun. Did you know that the number one differential between the 100 best companies to work for and those that are not the best comes down to fun? Companies that are fun show great amounts of communication, appreciation, and recognition. Today on the podcast, we have Dr. Bob Nelson and Mario Tamayo, authors of Work Made Fun Gets Done, share suggestion after suggestion on how to make your team and your organization more fun. To really lead a vibrant hybrid or virtual organization, you want to find out what each of your team members needs to have their own kind of fun. In fact, their book has over 400 examples. And when everyone is having fun on your team, your team will be successful anywhere.
1: Welcome to another episode of Team Anywhere. And I'm your co-host, Ginny Bianco Mathis on the East Coast. And I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Mitch Simon, on the West Coast. And today we're excited to have two wonderful gentlemen. One is uh, Bob Nelson. Dr. Bob Nelson is considered the world's leading authority on employee recognition and engagement. And he is the president of Nelson Motivation. He has worked with 80% of the Fortune 500. I love that, just 80%. Uh, uh, help improve management practices and systems. And um, have you ever wondered where gurus like Ken Blanchard and Marshall Goldsmith go to get their collaboration and coaching? Well, it's Dr. Bob. There you and
2: go. And he has
1: written many books and he's sold Five million copies. Can I have some? Can I have some of the those residual? And (laughs) has translated into thirty-seven languages. He has won uh, many awards and has been on sixty minutes and CNN and featured in the New York Times. And uh, now, not to be outdone, he does have (laughs) a uh, co-worker. And uh, I, I better have. His better half, Mario Tamayo, and uh, Mario is principal with Tamayo Group and has also worked with Fortune 500 companies such as General Dynamics and Petco. And for many years, worked for Ken Blanchard doing some of the more advanced and innovative kind of uh, training with them. And he has an advanced degree in physiology. So he may lead us all through some calisthenics today. (laughs) Um, And his dream, he still has dreams. Um, He wants to be an astronaut. Okay. (laughs) When I grow
2: up. When I grow up. We
1: are going to talk about (laughs) the concept of fun. And uh, that is because both um, of these men have written a book, Work Made Fun Gets Done. And we're going to hear a little bit about that, and especially what it has to do in today's environment. So, welcome, gentlemen. Thank,
2: thank you for having us. Wow, yeah, thank this you for is that. great. Good nice have intro. You
0: two gentlemen, you didn't, um, you missed the biggest, the biggest highlight. Is that they're they're both from San Diego? Come well,
1: on. I forgot that piece. <laughs> you know, those of us on the East Coast, we just we never know what to expect from the West Coast.
2: We're we're okay. the left coast, the left.
1: Coast. Yeah, there you go. All right.
2: Well, it so looks good
3: today.
1: Ah, oh yes. yes. Let's not get into that.
2: We won't get into the left versus the right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's start with this concept of fun. Um, What is it? What does it have to do with productivity and engagement?
3: Well, fun, you know, Inc. Magazine on the cover of our book says, fun is frivolous, we know unless you want to attract and keep good employees <laughs> then mm. it's not frivolous anymore you yeah got to work it, you got to work it into the equation and and this is true you know i know your specialty is is work anywhere this is true wherever you're working with people and in any relationship so it's if if you're really trying to get things done through a hybrid through virtual workers funds got to be part of it as well mm-hmm. and we've we spent the last year 18 months on zoom calls and those are fatiguing you, know, you have to be on all the time and i know a lot of people that have eight hours of zoom calls every day it's it's stressful we, we gotta right. we gotta shake it up and, and make put some fun back into it which can be undone on, on zoom for example and and just mm-hmm. to start off with a, a simple technique i love is called a praise barrage and that is uh, next zoom call you got a group you're working with that, and they're getting together again hey before we get into the agenda Let's just uh, go around the room, uh, and uh, as I call someone's name, I like everyone to to uh, share something they they most value about working with that person. 100% positive. Let's start with Tom. Now Mary. Now now Susie. And and 10 minutes later, what what do you ha- what have you done? Everyone has gotten positive feedback as uh, about themselves as seen in the eyes of those that they work with. Two things will happen. One, they will feel glad to be part of that team. They will do more of the things they were called out for, and you have just inserted a fun, uh, simple fun activity. It only took a couple minutes.
1: Right, right. That's a fabulous example. Um,
3: we got we got hundreds of them. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, 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 I know I you did. No, 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 no,
3: over four hundred.
1: I don't know. No, so at the end, we'll let you just do this barrage. Right? Okay. <laughs> so I know that in, in some in your book. You talk about some different categories. Um, talk yeah. more about that for us here. Yeah, on, what on like- we
2: have categories for you know fun examples. By the way, they're all real company and organization mm-hmm. examples in here, but we haven't broken down into to things that individuals can do to have fun at work. Mm-hmm. We have things where that teams can do. We have things that managers can do. And then we have t- things for the entire organization to do. For mm-hmm. example, uh some some organizations are so committed they have fun committees. They even have VPs of fun.
1: Yeah, I've seen they that. Have
2: t- they have gotten serious about performance of their company. So, they got serious about fun and now they're providing fun um environments and you know the the uh the Great Places to Work Institute out of San Francisco. They publish a list every single year and it gets published in the fortune magazine it's the 100 best companies to work for and what they found was the most recent one is 80 percent of the employees from the best companies to work for all say they work in a fun environment now for companies that apply for that list but they're not chosen only 62 percent of their employees say they're having fun So that's a 20% differential, and it happens to be the number one differential that makes the difference between a great company and a good company. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So the, the highest performing employees are having the most fun, and people who are having the most fun are the highest performing employees. It's two sides to the same coin.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. So what kind of tips would you give a leader or a practitioner uh, for how to choose the right techniques to use? Right. Because I can see choosing something and it falling flat.
0: Oh, <laughs> that, that no, would and be and, like a prank. And especially, it
3: does happen.
0: Yeah. Especially in a, in a hybrid, in a virtual environment. Cause that's, you know, I was with a, an executive team yesterday here in San Diego and <laughs> Yeah, and and for them it was oh my gosh, you know our culture is good, but I'm not so sure we can hang on to it for much longer with um with so much uncertainty. So I'd really love to get some ideas from you from you gentlemen on how to do this in a virtual and hybrid world.
3: Sure. Well, uh, I got to tell you, I just completed a study on um, work pride in the in the organizations and what causes that. And one of the variables we looked at was where people were located, if they were in the office on site or if they were virtual. And we found that we we looked at two elements of pride, personal pride that one has in in one's work that they're doing, and then organizational pride, which is like a a part of the culture. How do I feel about the culture? And we were surprised to to find that uh, there was no difference between individuals and where they worked and how much pride they had in their work that's to say that the work we do is portable it can be done anywhere we have a strong relationship with what we're doing if we enjoy it and we have a lot of pride in that but we're also surprised to find that there was no difference in the organizational aspect either so the whole notion that you know you got to be in the office to get the company culture and it's it's a it's a it's a misbelief that that you can have in fact it was actually been slightly higher for people that were not. Uh, that were working virtually, they actually had more pride in the organization. I think in part because they trusted them and allowed them to, to have flexibility to manage the work within the context of their life and everything else they had going on. So they, they, they felt stronger about the company they worked for that gave them that advantage.
2: That's we find no. that.
1: Yeah, go ahead, Mira.
2: Uh, I was going to say, we find that um, people who are working vo- vo- uh, virtually, We've got to do the same things we do as if they're in the office on the campus, but we've got to do it more often. We've got to be very deliberate and purposeful for it. Bob and I like to call it we need to communicate on steroids. What do we mean by that? We mean early, communicate early, communicate often, try and, and take a preventive um, mindset when we're managing people. What could possibly come up that I can help them with? And we need to communicate on two levels, at least two levels. One is the head. We need to give them the regular information that they're going to need to do their jobs, the cognitive side of it. But we also need to show them and and let them know that we care. So we've got to address their heart as well. So this is a huge change we're all going through here. Uh, We like to say that people need to get really, really comfortable with having their feet planted firmly in midair. And that's that's our situation today. And one way we do that is by acknowledging people where they are, their, their reactions, their responses, and help to nurture and guide them through continuously, not just once a quarter, not just once a week, yes. but often early being genuine and authentic. And if we can do that, we are going to keep the secret sauce going, as you mentioned there, Mitch.
3: And, the, and on that communication, it's it's so important that, you know, for a busy manager, often the communication just becomes around the problem or the mistake or the policy yeah. that was broken or the complaint the customer had. You got to get out in front of it and communicate uh, things that are positive on what someone did well. So if you're just waiting for, for uh, if you're reactive on your communications, this could be around the, the negative and the mistakes, and you're going to you could basically dig yourself in a hole where you're constantly chasing the performance you want if you want to get out ahead and lead the charge that's done with positive consequences, which is can be even uh, on zoom calling calling out someone have a meeting with them and talking about the great job they did last week mm-hmm. the, 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 the The delight that you that the, the customer loved loved uh, uh, the, the way you solved their problem sending and, and that, them a sending them nice. a
2: handwritten note or a card. You know, uh, Richard Branson's famous for that. He might show up at, at one of his company's campuses and he doesn't get to see everybody he wanted to see. So what does he do the following weekend? He writes a personal card. Hey, I was in uh, St. Louis or, or the Netherlands and I'm sorry I missed you, but here's what I wanted to tell you. It was mm-hmm. a very heartfelt, genuine note. And what you know, Bob and I recommend is that when people are working virtually, have a standing meeting item the first agenda item, let it be praise, let it be recognition, let it be something fun because today most people are bombarded with negative news everywhere totally. we go. And so we need to combat that by putting together that virtual gratitude list, which is having fun and doing recognition at every meeting and doing it early. So we start to balance off the energy and, getting it from the negative into more into Mm -hmm. the positive.
1: And Mario, you said something that resonated with me every meeting. I just had a chat with a senior VP um, Mm -hmm. who's doing a lot of meeting on Zoom. And in fact, we even had a team building on Zoom, Mm -hmm. uh, which worked nicely Mm -hmm. because we did a lot of fun things. And um, uh, so taking this forward, People wanted this on a regular basis. And the leader pushed back, you know, well, how can I do this every single time? I said, you (laughs) can do it every single meeting at the beginning and the end.
3: Exactly, exactly. Let me give you some real real examples of that. I worked with ESPN and the manager there said, whenever we start a meeting, we do it the same way. We start with five things that are going well that Mm -hmm. our, our group is doing. And he said, sometimes things aren't going well. And we, we never skip that step because it's our touchstone. It's our home room that yeah. by, by reminding us of the achievements we've done, the things we've got done, we're, we're setting ourselves up to take on the next challenge. Lay it on us. We can, hit, we nice. can do this one too. Or, or at the, uh, and when, when I worked for Bank of America, 200,000 employees, uh, we convinced them that you, gotta, you can't do this randomly. It can't be an afterthought. You've got to be proactive and got them to set a corporate policy that whenever there's a meeting in the company, whether it's three people or 300, it will start with some type of recognition. It could be about someone finishing a degree or maybe they had a, a kid. It could be uh, a training that was completed. It could be something department achievement. They did something positive because yeah. you've got to constantly feed and nourish that if you want people to have a pride in their work and to work harder and stay with you. Uh, at the at the end, there's also another technique. I worked with uh, NASA, Johnson Space Systems, and they're voted the number one best place to work in federal government. Number one. Wow. <laughs> that didn't happen wow. by accident. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was easy to see why. You, you, I walked in the building, you could feel the energy. You could hear it in conversations. And I was I attended some uh, meetings, uh, attended a management meeting, and they came to wrap up. And they said, as is our custom, we want to spend the last 10 minutes of our managers meeting going around the room and asking everyone to to share one thing they've done to recognize someone on their staff since we last have met together yeah and it was like oh my god and you could just feel the energy and the pride rise in the room and I noticed something else that someone said Jerry that's a great one I'm gonna try that they took <laughs> notes they took notes on each other's ideas they yes be- they became a self-learning organization to get better and better at something that's working for them. This is one of the best places to work in federal government. This isn't random and afterthought. And, and about yes. time you finish that report. It's it's yes. leading leading with the positive.
1: Well, well I, I, great one, Mary. I'm going to insert this and and then have you share. Okay. I um, opened. a a great manager who has adopted this opened up the meeting and, and she said, all right, I got a note that you all wanted to open up the dad jokes. And and she said, That's funny right there. No, 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 you got it wrong. Clean dad jokes. All right, everyone go. And they were chomping at the bit. And, you know, it was just, just a delight.
3: Oh, Uh, okay. It worked. Great. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe yeah. that might get old after a while, but it might work, oh, Mara. No,
1: that was that one meeting. Uh, I understood their last one was puns. You know, coming <laughs> up with puns. Eight. Okay,
3: so yeah, they're, warming, okay. they're warming up. They're warming yeah, up. That, that's, yeah, right. Yeah. that's right. That's yeah. Mar- right. Mara and I worked in the same department, and we and we did a, a thing like that. You know, uh, where we had uh, each meeting, uh, It start with someone giving a joke, and we rotated that responsibility. Now, some people weren't good at telling jokes, but they yeah, had a whole right. they had a week to prepare. And then even if they told it, it wasn't funny, we'd all still laugh. It was still, <laughs> <That'd be laughs> maybe it'd be funny if it wasn't funny, you know? That's
1: right. No, no, that's good. We shared
3: the responsibility.
1: Yeah. That's good too. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, you, you have in the book, you talk about seven strategies um, that you uh, ask a leader to pay attention to, especially when, um, they're not convinced about this. I don't know about this. This doesn't really belong in business.
3: Yes, and there's a lot of that, especially hiring the organization that, you know, we pay you we pay you to work and you want to do fun, do that on the weekend in your own time. And, You're and right. that, that's all gone now because we've merged work and, and life. It's the it's, uh, companies that are, are respectful enough of their employees to, to know that, they're trying to raise kids and they're trying, they've got both spouses maybe working. And, and so it's, it's a, it's a challenge for any and all of us. And so uh, to allow a flexibility um, with a a trust, if you will, with accountability is, is what it's all about now. So it doesn't matter where people uh, sit uh, if, if you can set up that environment. Um, And so it's, it's, very important that that uh, you know you can ease into it. You can you can try something and if it even if it doesn't work, you can learn from it. Mm-hmm. What what might have worked better. But you are gonna find that if you try something, some things will work, then do more of that or or bring other people into it. One of my biggest surprises on the research for this book was how diverse fun is. Because if you'd asked me what fun was, if, oh that's I'd give you an easy that's when you're laughing. You're having fun, you're you're laughing asked my wife that. She wouldn't say that. She, she, because I've asked her. She goes, "Well, I'm having fun. When I I had a day, I got a lot a lot done at at work, and I'm proud of what I did. That was a fun day. But really, you know, didn't involve laughing at all. And it was like that for everyone I interviewed for this book, and, and Mario as well. That. That they each have a different version of, of fun, and, and that's okay. That's great because now we can we can tap into everyone's version, and that makes it interesting as well. And mm-hmm. and uh, I I had like one of my favorite was I had uh, a woman tell me that when when I really when mm-hmm. I really want to enjoy my work, uh, I put on Yo Yo Ma. He did a, a concert in two thousand fifteen. He played for eight thousand people, uh, three hour concert from memory. Mm. And she goes, when I, and it's on the internet, you can listen to it for free. (laughs) And and when I, when I hear that, it feels like God is moving through his hands to make this beautiful music. And she goes, when I have something important to work on, I put that music on Uh and I feel that same spirit. And and I got off the phone with her and I tried it and it worked for me. So you can't help (laughs) it feel that you're doing important stuff. That's, that's empowering and fun if you've got that going. So we could tap into each other's ideas.
1: Oh, and yes. That, open up these different doors of fun and uh, uh, empowerment.
3: And, and that's really what, what we're most trying to do with the book. We've got over 400 real-life examples of what people, and here's their name, and here's their company, and they're doing it right now, and here's the results they got.
1: Yeah, I really appreciated yeah. that, by the way, that these were very real examples in the book. Yeah, but so I'm bringing you back to a question I had. Okay. These seven things that okay,
3: you yes. tell leaders. Yes. Well, I, I, the first one is to experiment and have fun. Mario, what would you add to that? We've got well, four the, do's and the thing some is, don'ts well, as well. The
2: thing is, you've got to bring, you got to speak the executive's language. So you've got to bring them the data that shows that this is really important. Um, and then if you've got a grassroots intervention going in your own department or in your division, whatever you get it started. You, as Bob mentioned, you, you experiment, you learn from it. You never make people have fun. You never have them do anything demeaning. One thing you'll never find in our books is no pranks Mm -hmm. because uh, we have a principle and that is make it safe and fun for everyone. Be inclusive uh, as I mentioned earlier, there are companies that have started committees and usually an exec who's who's not really believing it yet will say, OK, go ahead and get it started. Let's see what happens here. Right. But when you start to bring the data and the data on recruitment and the data on retention and later on the data on health care and, and uh, costs, Savings. It's the savings. It all starts to add up. I used to do this in the eighties when I worked for general dynamics and I ran their wellness program. It was a grassroots level because back then you had a bunch of retired generals are saying fun is frivolous, right? No, we're not having that here or or recreation. we're not playing here. Uh, Wellness. No, 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 no. But we did it anyway. And we started to collect data and we were able to show how many people came to work for our company because we offered these programs. Right. And we had and, some hard data with that. So that's one of the things.
3: Um, and actually with that, Mario, I remember... I remember you telling me that uh, part of the transition was you got executives come to some of those programs, attending yoga at, at the the office, you know. Yeah. And, yes. And right. So that that sent the message that it's okay to do this for everyone. We had we had the VP of
2: HR, um, and you know, Bob, you know, Bernie Colton, and most people in San Diego have probably heard of. Him. He's the dean of HR execs. You know, he's turning 90 next next week. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still involved with him. But he was a sponsor, he was an advocate and a champion, and we got a lot done. One reason we were able to buy one-minute manager books for every manager in the organization, and back then we only had 18,000 employees in San Diego, so we were a small venture. <laughs> yep. One reason we were, we were able to get all our managers those books was because Bernie Colton supported it and he sponsored
1: Fabulous. it. Yeah. Now, what I, And see what you think of this. You know, we say things like, in a very conceptual way, like you need engagement, you need to communicate, um, you want to increase participation, right? All of that. And fun and the concept of fun can be seen as a much easier vehicle, a much easier concept to hang all that on. Because if you create some of those fun things, the empowerment and the acknowledgement and the communication and the better culture.
3: Happens. It, makes, it makes it easier to do all yeah. these things. So if you, if you have, if uh, a group gets together on a task force for a challenge, if they enjoy each other and they enjoy the job, then it could be a natural thing. It could be a nice welcome break from, what else they were doing to get a chance to to work with these other people, for example. And right. so it's 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 really inherent in in any type of work, any type of job. And and so it's not we're we're just trying to shine a light on and say so you can be a little bit more intentional on this, and yes. more will happen and get and get the, the the benefits of that we know are there for you. And, mm-hmm. and don't have to believe us. <laughs> Look in the book because they are all right. little examples. We actually index all the companies that are featured, so you could follow yeah. up with them and get more details. Uh, and, and, and the word I've, I've heard from people is they love sharing because they're, you know, they're, right. they're doing what's being seen as a best practice. That's good yeah. uh, PR for the company and for them. So. Right. And, Did and we, they can
1: call those up and put their own action plan together for their own Oh, absolutely. Did we mention
2: that? I don't know if Bob, you mentioned this earlier, but anybody can open the book and turn to a page and they can read the examples there and if they don't find something they can use, they can just turn the page and they'll probably find something there.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no, and, that's, that's why I say that's why I love I, I, I the book.
2: And one of the best practices is, is that managers take the book, they get with their team, and they say, I want you to go through this and initial uh-huh. the things that you like and you'd like us to do. Because oh, they, I don't do if you have I don't any other ideas, write those down as well. And guess what? Oh, that's uh, those are the things that they do. And yeah. people are a getting
3: customized, customized handbook for their own immediate it's, team. It's Tony's right.
2: Alessandra's platinum rule. You know, do unto others the way they need to be done unto.
1: Fabulous. Uh-huh. Um, All right, um, let's end with each one telling <laughs> us your favorite um fun <laughs> thing. That you've seen used or successful, or, or even like to be a part of.
3: Wow. Well, we put wow. ours ours in here as well, so they're all over the map. But I remember I'll, I'll tell one involving Mario. Mario is a a nut about Elvis. <laughs> and, really? And, uh, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I, I learned that
3: very early uh, about him when okay. I we, we, we met at. at Walt Disney World, The Happiest Place on Earth. So it's destined that we would, uh, 34 years later, do this book. But uh, he was all things Elvis. And so one uh, when, when we were working together, the Ken Blanchard Companies, for one celebration, I rented a, a limo that had an Elvis impersonator as uh-huh. a driver and oh God. Took, took us all to uh, Disneyland for a day of celebration.
1: That's fun. Very fun. It was, it was fun. Talk <laughs> about team building. Uh, now I have heard you can do virtual stuff like that when you have these hybrid teams and everyone actually feels like they're going through that same experience. So mm-hmm. yes. creating events. like, that. Events. All right, yeah. Marita, What's yours?
2: I was just going to mention what you just said, just to piggyback on it. Uh, one of my clients, they had a magician, a virtual magician, how oh. they were able to make things happen in, the remote worker's house wow. is beyond me. Yeah, but it happened. That and, is and
1: fabulous.
2: Yeah, so v- virtual things you can plan ahead. You can do some things at the last minute. I'll give you one example. A company here in San Diego, they had a uh, an art gallery for yes. a virtual. And what they did was they they told their staff, "We want you to to pick out a famous." piece of art. It could either be a painting, a drawing, or a sculpture. And then we want you to use household items or something online and include yourself, your family. But we want you to recreate that piece of artwork. And then when we meet next week, you'll show the original, then you'll show yours. And uh, Mitch, you've probably been to the Laguna Beach Art Festival. Yes,
0: yes, yes. yeah. This was a, our, this, our this our was the
2: virtual festival. version of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, people got together, and you wouldn't be you would be just so surprised at, and awed at yes. how people came close. Like, for example, the Scream. <laughs> Somebody yes. did the Scream, and they had <laughs> oh, fruit that's in it, and it was like, "Oh my God, it's the exact same thing." It's, it was. Oh, well, that
1: I love that one. So
2: my fun thing. Is when uh, Jurassic Park came out, the day it debuted, Bob and I decided, and we made our deadline in product <laughs> development. We decided to take it. Everybody who already purchased their tickets, <laughs> we says, you know, we're going to go as a group, and we we shut down our department for that one afternoon. We put a sign on the door that said, "Off to a paleontology
3: workshop." <laughs> 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 and we
2: went over for the afternoon. We watched the movie, had the popcorn, and yeah, Pop, popcorn just, lunch
3: is another you know, term for that. Popcorn yeah. lunch. Oh
1: yeah, yes, that's a good one. That's and, right. well, and again, you all are incredible. You should visit every company and 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 make sure they they get into this idea. How can our listeners find you?
3: Well, we both have websites. Mine is www That's D R B O B N E L S O N and uh, talks about our services. I've, I've got all all our books, including this book, that are all discounted, cheaper than Amazon. And, okay. And so uh, that's that. And Mario, what's your website?
2: Mine is uh, uh, www.tamayogroup.com. Tamayo. T a m a y o Fabulous. And we work Excellent. with
3: work with companies. We do. Uh, I've, last year, I've been doing a lot of virtual training. Mario as well, and he does actually a virtual coaching too. So it's I do it's too. The, that's
1: what that's what's good things these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. there's
3: you know, initially it seems like well, we can't. You know, we have doing it one way so it's so long. We can't do it a different way. But then you try it and it worked, and you get better yes. at it. And now, hey, now we're doing it. You know, same thing was in all all businesses, like doctors. They we a virtual visit. We've never done that before. Well,
1: exactly.
3: Now, our local hospital they've done five thousand of them. You know, it's like, well, I guess we got it down. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Right. In right. two weeks, on the other side of the coin, in two weeks, I'm going to go do my second on campus workshop since COVID.
1: Is there, are everyone married wearing masks? I hope so. I hope so. I know. I asked,
2: I asked everybody to bring their vaccination cards. There
1: you go. As well. Okay. And, and they've all, all promised right. that. Yeah, all so. right, Mitch, well, take us home, please.
0: All right. Now I'm just checking out. Um, just checking out the website here. Uh, Dr. Bob Nelson is Dr. Marshall Goldsmith's coach. We definitely have an authority here today on the podcast that is so yeah. great now for, for those of you who, who don't who haven't heard of dr marshall goldsmith he is he's a premier coach uh and you know and he lives up the street from me here <laughs> in rest ah. bay and just, uh just just moved to nashville did he just new move to nashville yeah that's
3: where his daughter teaches at uh vanderbilt and so be close to the grandkids you know
2: bob no, bob, bob was, was co- co- coaching him yeah he's uh, oh, a
0: government yeah, yeah. survivor right what? His daughter was on the uh, TV show Survivor. Yes,
3: she was. The, the, the first or the second season. The second then season. She, then she was taught uh, at Northwestern. And then uh, they offered her a tenured position at Vanderbilt. And so she took it.
0: Wow. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. My son is a bandy alum. Well, anyways, you, we guys have so much in common. Yeah, um, we got to get together. It's, we definitely need to get together. But for those of us who can't get together, uh, we (laughs) will definitely want to see you next time on the podcast on, on team anywhere. Uh, I want to thank you, uh, Dr. Bob. I want to thank you, Mario. I want to thank uh, my incredible co-host on the East coast. Sorry, you don't have as much fun as we do.
3: Um,
0: Dr. Virginia Bianco. Well, she had
3: fun today. So I did. I did.
0: Um, So if you've enjoyed this episode, please share this episode with your friends, with your loved ones, with your colleagues. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week on our next episode of Team Anywhere.